0: Lifestyle. It's the Bachelor Lifestyle. Whoa, for a minute? It's my first impression, Rose. Probably the JC were breaking down all the shows. It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You cry in a little sent home. How embarrassing, the most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right, you might end up on paradise. Welcome back. You are listening to all The people. Bachelor Lifestyle from the bar lifestyle.com. My name is Brian Beckner. We slogged through the end of the season. They tried to, they did what they could to give. Well, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, they, they, they hung Zach out to dry, but they still tried to make it a happy ending. It was very confusing. They let Sean Lowe talk for 14 minutes for God knows why. And they cut off Gabby when she tried to explain her pain. So very confusing uh let's sort it all out jason stewart is here of course jason how are you
1: hello everybody hey buddy so this is the final episode of this season that's right and uh i'm excited to say that later on in the episode we have our friend reality steve joining us great now the great thing about i don't know if it's a great thing but the interesting thing about when reality steve joins us is that tell me his business model is the opposite of ours. Spo-
0: like, he traffics in spoilers.
1: That's what he does. Yep, he's made a living as a spoiler. He's a spoiler king. A strange, yeah, and we don't we don't deal in spoilers we at all. Not. So we try to watch the episodes as they come. That's right. We don't traffic in any um, anything else. So um, when he joins us at the beginning and then the end of each season, he's able to fill in kind of what was happening the entire time behind the scenes you know, on social media and whatnot. That's right. Um, so it's a great compliment to our final episode. Um, but this one was a doozy. I think you actually said at the end of last week's podcast that you're really looking forward to this finale.
0: Um, uh, yeah. I wanted to see how it played out because um, Zach is just looked like a clown in the, in the um, overnight, and you know, I wanted to see how the how the finale would play out. We saw that he couldn't look Gabby in the eye at the end. Um, Katie seemed to have come around, and so I was interested to see how it would play out. And uh, it played out horribly for him. He's, well, just he's a, a, he, yes.
1: A, the quick recap is that he um he he was going to not have sex with any of the women. That's right. He he told the first woman that he wasn't gonna have sex with her. She had to live with it.
0: Ariel. Ariel. Mm-hmm. And then
1: um and then he had sex with the next date. Gabby. Um Gabby. And then he told Jesse and the world that he had sex with Gabby. And then he's like, I have to tell the other women. I I'm going to tell Ariel and uh and Katie. That's right. Well he he never told Ariel. He just never gave her a rose. He told Katie made for one of the most awkward um, uh, fantasy suite dates we've ever seen. Horrible. And, and it put Gabby on into a tailspin that we, I'm sure she's still in that tailspin. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's Thursday after the, the uh, finale. I
0: don't think she's well, and Zach is all to blame for that. Um, completely, 100%. He had, he when he, so they they get together, you know, after the finale. Well, do you want to do you want to talk about what happened in the finale like everybody knows, I guess? Yeah. yeah. So the
1: Gabby stuff is the fireworks, but I I do have to point out that the best the best cast member on this show this entire season and I I can't recall yep. a cast member having yeah. a better a better edit yep. and carrying themselves better than Ariel our uh immigrant ukrainian jew from new york city now the show kind of um i think the show sensed this that the that the bachelor nation was a big fan because you know for the finale they start off at the live studio audience um all the you know the people in in on the stage it's supposedly live and they say let's just bring out ariel first and foremost without going to tape to watch the finale and uh Ariel does like a a, a very well measured um, methodical takedown of Zach in like the most stoic uh, articulate way you could you could you could say she used the words um, now I was listening to, to the Petros and money show this week yep and you know they do their bachelor recap which is probably the most entertaining bachelor recap out there and they were stuck on this term. She uses the term that you took away my agency that's right now i i don't think I was familiar with that term are oh, yeah. were
0: you familiar with with the usage yes i' am, i'm I'm familiar with that term
1: and it, i mean it it makes her sound really smart yeah I, I I wasn't
0: very familiar with it yeah it's it's her power her control she's not she's not she has no um, she has no say in what happens. He took he took that away from her.
1: I thought, uh, to be honest, I thought it. I thought she owned a, a travel agency in like uh, in oh, wow. Manhattan, and he took <sighs> away the travel agency. Yeah, the, the actual physical building that took it away.
0: Anyone, yeah. anyone born after nineteen eighty one is like, what are you talking about? <laughs> anyone born before that is like oh, that carpeted place in a strip mall with all the brochures where I would go to get my plane tickets back in the day.
1: Yeah. There was a time when you just couldn't order tickets on your phone. You had to like walk to a place and,
0: and set up your vacation. You had to go to someone and they would tell you the options. Otherwise, you would have to call every airline individually and say i need to go to austin texas next april <laughs> what Definitely. do you have
1: and then they would uh they would ask you to come back because it there isn't any immediate process and then and, when you when you went back they had a couple of tickets and then a folder with all like the brochures. Yeah, every, of, everything was of stapled. Bali
0: or, everything yeah. was stapled in there. And then when you had to go, you couldn't lose those pieces of paper because somebody could take your tickets and they could just oh. go to Bali with the pieces of paper that you bought at that office.
1: Well, the cool thing was, is that in order for you to. Not be ripped off of your cash or lose your cash on your vacation. Travelers' they checks. All, they all also, yeah, offered travelers' checks, which
0: were just exactly got, the same as cash. Yeah, you just had yeah. to sign it.
1: Yeah, travelers' checks in a travel agency. <laughs> yes. So, um, so, anyways, uh, Ariel. I mean, she really did a, did a number on him, and it, it. The reason why it was so great is because. She was just sitting there stoic and collected and yeah. poised. And she just she delivered these lines. And he, he just couldn't, he had almost no response other than, yeah, I'm sorry. I yeah. screwed up. I made a lot of mistakes. She, she says stuff like, um, you know, she's like, you know, we were completely open with each other the entire season, the entire time. You had plenty of opportunity in that final week to pull me aside. We were both like in the same hotel. Like you yep. could have just pulled me aside and told me and you took that away from me. It wasn't fair to me. Yeah. Um, and you know, she gets into the whole, you know, when you set the parameters for our date, when you told me there wouldn't be any sex, that's basically like, yeah, you mandating that as opposed to having a conversation with me, you took away my agency and as a, you know, universally as women, um, that that's not how, how we want to feel. It's a we thing. It's not a you thing. I mean, it was just like everything that you just want, you want to hear in like a diatribe against a total imbecile who screwed up royally. Totally. It was great. Um, it was she, great. She, she, she did it. It was amazing. They
0: have to be, and we'll ask, remind me to ask Reality Steve, our dear friend, when he joins us later. They, I mean, they knew how this played out. Obviously, when they hired Charity to be the Bachelorette, but they have to be kicking themselves because I know nobody I know. cares about Charity, and everybody would love it if either Ariel or Gabby, who's due, who's owed a redemption story, ended up as the Bachelorette.
1: And and th- that's what I was thinking too. Like the Bachelor in Paradise is is beneath Ariel. I think she might think that and not do it. Yeah. Bachelor in paradise is not sophisticated enough. I agree. Or she's too sophisticated for mm-hmm. it, but, um, hopefully
0: but she'd be she, out there. she does that. She'd be yeah. out there in that.
1: That's what I was kind of hoping. If there was some yeah. kind of like side, yeah. like a spinoff for just Ariel, because yeah. she's, she's a great character in that. Right.
0: It's also um, in a beachy locale. I just feel like a beachy area would be just a great or poolside would be fantastic
1: place so he Very was real. like he had nothing to say other than oh uh, yeah i really messed up that week and uh i i apologize uh I, i'm real sorry and she's like yeah and then just when you think she's done she's like yeah well i appreciate the apology but i just want to let you know um you took away my agency that's and right. if you would have just waited and had a conversation you would have realized that we were on the same page like yeah in other words i wasn't planning on having sex well, with you either and that's what we that's you, what we said
0: We said the same thing. Like he, like he just, he's like, Hey, I decided I'm not going to have sex this week. And it's like, dude, (laughs) it takes two to tango. Like you can't just say (laughs) you it's, you have to have a conversation with the person.
1: So I I just like that your Zach is a mixture of the uh the villain from Silence of the Lambs and Buffalo Bill and 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 Biff Jane B- from
0: oh uh, Biff y'all yeah. yo, you're back to remembering yeah. that he's yeah. called Biff and not yeah, Biff. Griff the the his grandson in the in yeah. Back to the Future Part Two
1: the um so and maybe one of the greatest walk off shots yeah you know, she's like one last thing that I want to say you know you trying to make it not about sex made the entire week about sex. Um, yeah, and totally, that's exactly what it was. Walk off shot, mic drop. She takes off. I mean, again, one of the best edits, one of the best, uh, cast members we've seen on the show. Now the chaos, uh, ensues as we go to our, our final kind of episode on tape in Thailand, where both uh, Gabby and Katie are supposed to meet their parents, but you know, judging by last episode, we don't even know if these women are even on board with this, right? But, um, but anyways, um, we go back to Thailand, and he's taking another shower. This time, he's in shorts. Yeah. Um, Gabby talking off camera about the Scarlet Letter. She likes that reference. Now, I did. I have. No, I noticed this. She changed from. A letter a on my chest to the scarlet letter she so yes. a producer yeah. told her yeah. in between episodes yeah that it's not well. necessarily an a and it's not a letter but it's the scarlet letter from that book by nathaniel hawthorne right. and it was made into a play and, yes and you know demi moore played it in a movie oh, but
0: that's right i forgot about that
1: i don't i don't think she knows of of any of that she just kind of but
0: Chief. Oh, i think she knows she could have figured it out from herself she, she, you're you're she, saying you're taking away her agency over the scarlet letter <laughs> jason by yeah. by saying someone had to tell her I think not so. to say okay. she was wearing the a although which everyone understood though like that was that was yes. yes the a stood for adulteress, but we knew what she meant
1: right but she mentions at least twice in the next five minutes the scarlet letter so, so somebody had her change the the reference um and, you know, she basically said, I need to talk to him before I talk to the parents. So they sit down. And this is when I really thought she would give it to him. Um, and she said that she, she felt like she was the cause of his pain, that she did something wrong last week. Yeah. Yeah. And that when he said at the, at the rose ceremony that he, he failed himself, that made her feel bad. Yeah. So she thought she was that source. Of course it, it did. Yeah, it was really good what she was saying yeah and then they have this kind of awkward exchange and they're like all right let's go meet my parents yes it, it, i know they, 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 she didn't follow through on on making him feel I, bad t-
0: enough. i i totally agree i was i was excited when she was like i don't know if i'm gonna meet his parents today it depends on what i hear from him and he's like no that is not what i meant to make you feel at all oh i right. i've I was, I felt love, like he was really like dancing around, but he kind of did tell her that he loved her to kind of make it feel better. And then he went in for every time she talked about her feelings, he went in for a gross makeout and they were so incompatible. Like you could tell he was faking it. It's like, I, I get that you have a TV show to make and you feel, you feel, um, some, some loyalty to that but also like just break up with the chick you got to the end she's yes. a human being on this planet and treat her with respect and dignity so so this is where
1: this is where um the rules of the show meet like human decency yeah. common decency so yeah. the rules of the show is all the producers are forcing the cast members we need to go we need to get it down to two people so there's suspense so yeah. One person isn't given a rose, and the other person is, and that's the format of the show, and we're going to stick to it. Zach is a rule follower, and he's going to stick to the format. He's got producers in his ear saying, you need to take two women to the end yep. because that's that's how we get good ratings. Yep. And But th- that that dismisses the fact that you have somebody with me- a mental illness yeah. that you're dealing with, and the more you string her along, yeah. the more you're going to fuck her up. Yeah. So that's where the show is is kind of cruel in this nature you know they yeah. were they were the ones
0: behind him keeping her the whole time yeah absolutely and then and then she gets fucked over and then they try to like um wrap it up so katie because katie doesn't katie deserves her happy ending i guess right she she won the show like she's she you know like she if you get both showdowns just because the other guy was um, guessed way over the amount on the RV and the trip to Ireland doesn't mean you can't enjoy the fact that you were within $100 and you got both showdowns. You're still excited about that. And that's what that's Katie. She won both showdowns. She got some jet skis and around the world trip to the great world. Wall of China. So we should be happy for her. But it's kind of hard to do that. When the when the the bachelor has shown himself to be a lump of shit and he's ruined some other poor girl's life in the in the uh, effort of making a TV show.
1: And, and that's a problem. So, you know, they she meets the family and everything's fine. Uh, the dad does tell her, by the way, that a good relationship isn't about the good times. It's about the bad times. And one of our toughest times was when Zach almost died when he was born. And she's yep. like, oh, thanks for telling me. And I'm thinking, you're a week away from engagement, supposedly, and you don't know this about him? Yeah. I mean, you've you've done an overnight with the guy. Yep. You've had sex with the guy, but you don't know that he almost died when he, when he woke yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: that was kind of so weird. Thought
1: she, I thought she was going to hold his feet to the fire on that little bit. Yeah. And then so uh, so then Katie comes in. She meets the parents. And the, the edit on the uh, Katie totally. parent meeting. totally totally tries to misdirect the, 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 the viewers. A lot, a lot of the, um, a lot of the Gabby was a lot of positive, like uh, questions from the family and the dad and the mom and stuff. And a lot of the Katie stuff was, so have you thought about what you, how are going to feel if it doesn't work out? Uh, yeah. He's like, uh, yeah. yeah. And, and then, and then she cries. And then, um, and then I, I think the mom said something to her that made her cry. It was like, It kind of led, tried to lead you to believe that that Katie was on the outs. She wasn't. Yeah,
0: Um, but but I will say this: I I look at body language, and the sisters were smiling ear to ear when Katie left. There was there was um, warm embraces all around. Everyone was smiling, and I was like, oh, this chick won. Not just and not just because I I don't know what about week seven predicted this is exactly how it would end with these two in the finals and katie being the winner and you know what you know what's a bummer they're a great couple zach and katie are very well matched they're both tall they both live in austin they're both kind of like simple sevens yeah yes on the personality yeah they're simple folk she's a canadian simple yes not very not very bright Yes. yes
1: very nice very sweet yep um but you know the whole thing comes down to they both have last chance dates. Never understood that phrase "last chance." But I mean, last that's chance the first I heard that. Yeah, where they spend another day together. Yep. He goes to Neil Lane and gets a ring.
0: Neil Neil Lane doesn't even get that facelift on a on a, the jet to to head over to Thailand. <laughs> kind of a, kind yeah. of kind of disappointing.
1: Yeah, and and but not before like again. Gabby has a real weird exchange with him on the beach on this last chance date where like she basically just wants to nail him down an answer and then he's like you know what I'm totally conflicted I mean he's like I shouldn't even be saying this right now but I don't know what my decision is and I'm using a very decisive person and I'm thinking yeah that's something you tell your buddy or yeah. Jesse yeah or Sean you don't tell the fucking
0: the, the person that you're choosing yeah. from. You, yes. you don't say yeah. that out loud and, and, to the yes. person that
1: you're choosing among.
0: And Gabby could see it coming from a mile away. Like She, she did. She, she was so right. And he's like, I, I, I didn't know till last night in bed. And it's like, bull fucking shit. That is bullshit. Like, you know who you like better. You know. You don't. If you right. have to decide the night before, you don't like either of them that much.
1: That, that sounds like a producer fed line for what if she asked me yep. if if I didn't know? And, and and they said, well, just say that you made up your mind when you were sleeping. Like that the, the producers wanted her to be to the end and he followed the rules as opposed yep. to considering her feelings in the moment. Yeah. But she 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 said uh, live on stage soon after she was like, look, I thought that. You had cared about me enough yep. to not string me out. Yes, that in, that entire last day yep. is all about prepping, and you do a bunch of yes. camera interviews. Yes, there's a huge process that you could have had me avoid. Yes, and you you chose to put me through that, even though you care about me.
0: And um, and that's a tough one. This is not without precedent. We have had bachelors before. Go to the runner up before they're brought to a possible proposal location and say hey it's you know i don't think it's you're not the one or whatever i don't want to put you through this like right, it's right, right. it's not it's not written in stone that you have to make the girl feel like the most possible shit on the last day
1: brutal it's just, it's, yeah. it, it's brutal on in any circumstance, but it's brutal because Gabby, you know, she has issues, you know, she, f- she's fucked in the head and she, it's not her fault. She's just, she gets in her head and, and it's bad. So she on the couch with him on stage goes on and on and on about, and, and it's, it's a very slow and very emotional, um, she actually tells Jesse before Zach comes out, like as she's talking to Jesse, she's like, um, I just felt like it was violating when I watched it back. Yeah. I felt it was violating yep. to me. Yep. And, and Jesse, who you know had a producer in his ear because it was getting, it was moving along. I'm like, how are they going to wrap all this up in 20 minutes? Yeah. And and he's like, well, uh, I hope you and Zach could reach some closure. And I'm thinking to myself, whoa, whoa. Yeah. If he had any wherewithal, you just had a cast member say that she was, she felt violated yeah. on the show that you host. Yep. Maybe, maybe we should, maybe we should follow up on that and make her feel a little better about that. But he's like, well, I hope you get closure with Zach. Here he comes. And yep. then, you know, after the break, um, you know, and then she, she really drags it out. I mean, she makes him, she makes him sweat. A lot of tears, and I was looking at my watch, thinking, "How are they going to wrap this up?" And they told us that they were going to give like a a charity look see into the
0: next, yeah, into the next season. Yeah, I so I um, jumped up, I I was done before that.
1: Yeah, so then they bring out um they bring out Katie, and that that's what you were talking about this about face where Zach is on the couch getting drilled by the smart, methodical Ariel who's just shooting daggers at him, and then the like emotional gabby that was just crying and calling him a bad guy and then then we're supposed to celebrate him and katie as a couple it it, it was a real tough one to just kind of fucking about face and be like hey yeah. all right yeah when, when you guys no, going
0: no it was insane no, it was actually crazy and it was it was um it was it hurt my feelings it it, it insulted my intelligence to, that they just expect us to be all happy for Katie and Zach, the new couple, after what they just did to poor Gabby.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, and how about this, they'll never do this. But if if you had like a I don't know a Simon Cowell or or somebody with yeah. balls, it yeah. would have been like
0: Brian Beckner hey, Katie, type.
1: Katie, Katie, before before we get into you and in Zach and love and stuff, we just had your friend Gabby say that she felt violated uh by zach what do you think about that that shit would be great tv and by the way i did my homework and i listened to a couple of interviews with zach and katie no you didn't you know after the show this
0: week you didn't watch vile files did
1: you no no oh. they didn't they didn't show up on his show no, ariel did though yes
0: yeah, but she's welcome to showed, come on this show anytime
1: he showed up in on studio the, the show sponsored uh after party after after the bachelor party oh with, uh Kufrin, Michelle, yeah, Rebecca, Kufrin, and, uh Cooper and Michelle, yeah, and, and then he did uh another one, chicks and chicks in a place or something like oh, that. Never heard of that. It's just they were a little tougher on him, but not really. Uh, they just want to talk about, you know, like so. What are you guys going to do in Austin? When are you guys moving in together? Uh, a yeah. lot of fluff.
0: When are you going shopping you for shit? cereal again? Well, you know, let's we discuss what happened on screen. Let's let's talk about what was going on behind the scenes. With our dear, dear friend. He joins us now. We're very lucky to have him. The great reality Steve. Steve, how are you, buddy?
2: What's up, guys? Um, I'm going to just say right off the bat, the last couple times I've joined your show, I've immediately joined in with some Cobra Kai reference. I was waiting for Um, it. I'm past that. Uh, I'm bigger than that. I've got nothing. You're you're clearly never going to watch it. I'm not going to bust your balls. Is
0: there another season coming soon?
2: Season six coming in next twenty twenty four and you're still on season two. Oh I gotta wait for I gotta wait a whole year? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Well I I just assume they haven't announced a start date, but I just I saw that the writers tweeted out like a month ago that they were currently writing season six. So if they're writing it in in February and March, there's no way it's getting filmed and edited and being done by in 2020,
0: Any yet. hints about if we're going to see um, Snake and Gary in the in season six? Because no. th- to my understanding, they haven't shown back up yet with Terry Silver.
2: Snake and um, Dennis. Dennis.
0: Not- oh, pretty, Dennis. Close. <laughs> pretty close.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The, those literally. I think those are literally <laughs> the only two guys or only two outside of. Um, okay, so there's two other guys that haven't shown up that I wouldn't even say are major characters, but there are people like if you're in the Karate Kid. Canon and, and verse. Dutch, be of like, course. Yeah, we seen them. Yeah. that would be uh, his Freddy friend oh. that had making bacon T-shirt oh.
0: on. <laughs> he's only, he's only in the first ten minutes of the first yeah. movie, though, and he's a shitty friend.
2: Yeah. yeah, well, he's in the first ten minutes. He get, he watches him gets his ass kicked in the beach, and then we don't see him. And he's fucking bandwagoning Daniel at the final at the final match. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, all right, buddy, I, I, I thought you were a pussy back in, at the beach. Here I am. <laughs> So we haven't seen Freddy Fernandez, and then we haven't seen the dude that was in, uh, like, the Filipino dude that does the jump kicks that still got his ass
0: kicked by Johnny in the semis. Of, oh, right. Like yes. one. Oh, yeah. He's the only yeah. guy besides Bobby that actually knew karate in, in yeah. the, the All-Valley tournament.
2: Yeah. yeah. Those are, like, the only—I'd say those are the two, like, yeah.
0: quote-unquote
2: biggest names we've never gotten in yeah. the five seasons so far. Yeah, but yeah. everyone else— has made an appearance. I still don't know why Stu doesn't like season five. Uh, you can't. Uh, it makes no sense. Yeah,
1: that's what I was going to say. My my final thoughts before we get into to batch is I hate what I hate watched season five. Yeah. And you know we're getting through the third episode, and I I hit Steve. I'm like, you know what? I got to give up on this. That they were in Mexico still, and I was like, I I I can't do this. He's like, trust me, dude. It gets better. I, in fact, I think it's probably the it's a, probably the best season <laughs> so far, which and it was. I, I watched it and I'm on oh my. I hated it. I just couldn't
2: stand it. So wow, wow!
1: If we ever if we ever do the podcast, it's it would be a good juxtaposition
2: yeah. because I I hated it. You love it, so yeah. it'd be a, a good balance. I mean, I, I agree. I agree that the Miguel story for those first three episodes, or maybe even four yeah. in Mexico, yeah. went nowhere. Yeah. But uh, you can't tell me that. <laughs> You can't tell me that a final showdown with Mike fucking Barnes, Chosen, and Johnny Lawrence facing off against Terry Silver in his
0: home. Chills.
2: That's just fucking gold.
0: Wait, where was was Daniel? Dead, hopefully. Where was Daniel
2: at that point? I'm trying to remember. Um, He was. What? Are you talking
1: about season five? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, you got to watch it, Beckner. We can't can't, can't, can't tell you. what. Well,
0: maybe I'll catch up on it. It's, I, i've realized I've, I've watched three seasons i saw the first three seasons we we podcast sure. about season one through three i'm pretty sure so oh, I, okay. I i'm only two behind which is what that's like 12 episodes i could do that
2: yeah yeah no i think they're only t- yeah they're only 10 actually okay. yeah they're 10 yeah. episodes okay seasons. perfect and, yeah and i, and I don't think six isn't coming out like i said I guess it. in
0: 2024 i'm so. all over it I'm, I'm gonna do this uh Steve, these bachelor producers, I mean, they're, they're ghouls. They're horrible. They have to be, even though they knew how this played out, they've got to be kicking themselves that they chose charity over Ariel or Gabby in this as the next bachelorette. What are your thoughts there?
2: I mean, yeah, there's, I think there's a lot of people that would like to have seen either one. Uh, You know, I I don't, I don't really look, I'm not against charity. I'm just like, why was why was the like why was the decision made but again this show doesn't have to answer to any of us they That's just right. make their decision and we watch they don't yeah. they never say like hey here's our new bachelorette or here's our new bachelor but here's why we didn't choose someone out. Like it's just, sure. it's just like here's our girl, here's our guy. Yep. This is your this is your lead.
0: And the and the whole thing is they they're cultivating their own people. So they're like, well, yep. if we pick them, then they're going to be the right choice because we're we're building these we're building our own properties here. And you know, charity's the new one apparently.
2: Yeah, yeah. and I think you know, I mean, look, just because charity's the Bachelorette doesn't mean we're never going to see Gabby or Ariel again. Those Mm. girls are going to be first down to fucking paradise. We all
0: know that. Of course. Um,
1: But that's not confirmed, right? I can't wait. They haven't haven't cast that show yet, right?
2: No. I mean, but I think it's just, I think it's obvious. They're they're, they're the two, and when when I say hottest, I'm not saying looks-wise, even though they are both very attractive. They're going to be two of the hottest commodities for men down on the beach. Like, I, I I, I mean, you can even go to the... I think you could go to the fifth place finisher, Cat.
0: Oh, love, Cat,
2: Jess. I mean, Cat, Jess are are, Great. are girls that guys are going to be oh, yes. literally fighting over absolutely. down in Paradise. Absolutely. This was a very good good
0: crop of women. I, I totally agree. About. I absolutely agree with you.
2: Now, um,
1: as far as like um, the just to kind of catch the listeners up here, like you know, reality, Steve is. is Last week, when we were talking about the hometowns episode, reality Steve, I caught a little bit of his uh, social media. I tried to stay oh, clear. Oh, some, spoilers! But, but you got, some, you got Steve, something spoiled by no, Steve. No. Yeah, but he was featuring the cast, all the cast members for charity season. Like this, these are the details about all the dudes. So he's way out in front. Oh, he of does us, this but, every season, right? But yeah. I want, I kind of need you to dial dial it back and remember. Like, when did you have the winner of this season? Was it yeah. Was it tricky? Did they try to deceive you? How, how did that all go down?
2: For, for Zach's season, right? Great, Great question. <laughs> yeah, 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 the, the yeah. season
1: that just finished. Yeah. yeah,
2: okay. So they finished filming week before Thanksgiving, and I had nothing. Wow. All of December, all of January. I didn't put it out there until Monday, February 6th. And on Monday, February 6th, that was the day of episode three, which was the day that episode was Katie's one-on-one where they had the overnight in the museum, the football group date, and then Allie's one-on-one where they went skydiving and had the wine tasting. So I put it out that morning and there were two major things that I had that episode one or in that column and that spoiler was one, I had teased that I had heard something happened in London that was very major and it kind of shaped the rest of the season, but I didn't know what it was. Um, I was able to confirm it that on uh, in my February 6th post that I had found out Zach got COVID in London. He only went on one date with Gabby. The rest of the episode was canceled. I didn't know how they handled it, though. That's all I was told. Like, hey, rest of the episode was canceled. There was no other dates, but there was still a rose ceremony. And I was like, okay, well, did they do it on a... Zoom call? Did they do it on an iPad? Like we found out what they did, but yeah. I, I just knew the bare bones of it was he went on one date, got COVID. Everyone else, nobody had any dates. The rest of London, and then I posted also uh, your ending spoiler is Zach is with Katie, so people knew wow. three episodes in or right before the third episode airs, had chosen her, yeah. And and that's late for you. You're typically I, 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 well. I mean. No, I I have to. I'd have to go back and look at other seasons. There are definitely seasons like God, um, uh, Pilot Pete. I didn't know until literally the weekend before the finale. Wow, Um, Taisha. I knew that you know Claire ended you know skedaddled out of there early with with Dale. Dale. I don't think I knew about Taisha until very late in the process that she had. I think what I had. I think. I think I had put out there that she had chosen Zach, but I didn't know the status of their relationship. So I was right in that aspect, but I, I didn't know what their status was. Um, I'd say it's in the middle. Sometimes I get it right away, and then sometimes I get it after the show starts airing. Um, it's been a little bit tougher recently, but because uh, usually I've had it before the show even airs its first episode. So I'd say, yeah, this was... I guess a little. If you're looking my whole track record, yeah, this this is probably a little bit later for me. But it was still only only two episodes of the season that aired, so we still had, you know, people knew for two months um, that it was Katie.
0: Not, unbelievable people that aren't Jason and I because we don't traffic in spoilers. But we, although we do appreciate your the fantastic work that you do, I saw I saw this week, Steve, that Mike Fleiss has left the show for the huh. as you know and he's been the producer the entire time it's his baby it's his thing he he even he even weathered the storm of a uh domestic abuse story a few years ago um and, and still soldiered on he's gone do can we expect anything to change you know this this show ha- has it's all about um, being heard and being inclusive and all of those things. And and I thought we're in a new era, but then the show ends with just a just traumatic heartbreak as has often happened before. Can, can we expect it to take more of a uh, gentle course as it seems to have been trying to do, or is it just always going to be the same old bachelor?
2: Well, in Fleiss's case, it's his baby. It's his creation. Yep. However, he had no hands-on day-to-day operations with this show for the last 10 years. He literally lives in Hawaii. Oh. He'll show up on first night for the mansion. Sometimes I've heard he's shown up at the final rose ceremony, but he has, he's not in the director's truck. He's not telling anybody what to do. I think ultimately, since it's his show, they have to run it by him out sure. here. Sure. Here's who we're thinking of for next Bachelor Bachelorette, and I think he had to ultimately approve it but like, what a he has no hands on for for years now and i, I want to say over 10 years so that's over 20 seasons okay he hasn't done shit with the show okay. he has nothing to do with it it's just his name on it right. um now i don't know if you know this because this just broke maybe an hour and a half ago i definitely we saw don't. the story of two you know yesterday it came out oh fleiss is gone well variety followed up with hey there's a reason he's gone uh oh and basically what it is is bachelor creator mike fleiss departed franchise after investigation into racial discrimination
0: (laughs) Um,
2: it basically said he um this this is a you'll love this um warner brothers and abc have conducted uh they conducted a third-party investigation that um individuals familiar with the situation number of former employees complained to human resources about Fleiss, which led to an investigation. They spoke to current producers on the show and production staffers and basically complained about Fleiss's bullying behavior, his resistance to increasing diversity on the show over the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. Some say he would lash out to people who would give suggestions about, hey, we got to be more racially diverse. The individuals spoke on anonymity. They said he would retaliate for having minorities and black people on the show. He favored certain people over other people. And one individual familiar with the investigation said, Mike Fleiss once said, minorities don't get ratings. (laughs) So, I mean, this is just the beginning. I'm sure more people are going to be coming out of the woodwork to to absolutely throw him under the bus. Uh, Obviously... Look, I've been covering this show, and I have a lot of inside stuff for since probably 2009. I mean, the stuff that I've heard about Fleiss, none of that story surprises me whatsoever, Con- considering what I've heard about the guy. He, you know, um, just not a good guy overall. None of that surprises me. Uh, it'd be great if someone could actually produce, like, if he actually has a recording of him saying minorities don't get ratings. Sure. He said it in a text or an email. If not it's just somebody's word against his. I'm sure he's going to say I never said that. But knowing the stories I've heard about Fleiss, does that line is it is it impossible for me to believe that that line might have come out of his mouth at one point or another? No.
0: Oh no. Yeah, all. it tracks. No. It, it, definitely. It's
1: it, I mean it, it it sounds like a studio exec or a, an executive producer from from yesteryear. But I will say this. Um that's how TV execs think. If he was dumb enough to say it out loud in mixed company, then that's that's on him. But yep. that is exactly how executives think. Sure, and I, I I can say for a fact that if if nobody has a recording of him saying that, all you have to do the proof is in the pudding. Yep. Like, look at the show the last the last, yeah. yeah the show the show represents exactly what he's saying. It's <laughs> almost it's almost like that somebody leaked that story within abc or within the bachelor kind of organization to be like we're getting rid of the bad apple now now you're going to see a different product or whatever and and their ratings now i i did something weird during the season i went back and i, I listened to chris harrison's first couple episodes of his own
0: for podcast. someone that doesn't traffic in spoilers jason you're yeah. you're checking reality com. you're he, listening to pod- he had- several different podcasts he has
1: said that the ratings have had gouged up to like sixty percent since he left. And then Beckner read an article where ratings are up or whatever. What what's the truth on
2: that? Well, I, I ratings have dropped for the last fifteen years just because of, you know, linear television. Nobody watches network TV anymore. Everyone's yep. watching streaming. So while Chris is accurate in him saying that, it's kind of convenient that he left out the fact that as when he was host ratings dropped every year too, they exactly. just continued to drop once he left. Like it wasn't, it's not like they were steady with him. They would dropped every single year with him as well, but that had more to do with, you know, more options on Monday nights um, and, and streaming becoming, you know, a big thing in network TV. Now, I don't know if you saw this for next season. I posted this on Twitter. Beckner probably saw it. Jason probably ignored it, but um, they did give us a, they did give us a, um, uh uh, a premiere date for charity season. It's going to start on June 26th. However, they're moving the episodes back an hour. So U S coasters are watching it from nine to 11 next season. Uh, so have fun with that. I still get to watch it. I mean, so still, still push back an hour for me. I usually got to watch it from seven to nine. Now it's going to be on from, from eight to 10. So I'll just go straight into my poker night uh, at 10 o'clock when it ends. But yeah, you guys are gonna have to watch from nine to eleven next season. Is that I mean, going to bother you? Or are you gonna yeah. fall asleep in the last hour of the show? Well, I, I mean,
1: I, I'm not gonna speak for Brian, but I typically watch the show on DVR. I don't really. Oh, you watch it later it. anyway. I watch but, it on Hulu. But, yeah, but, but oh, yeah. the thing is, like, that's obviously a bad sign. Like, traditionally yeah. on network television, if you're taken out of that eight o'clock slot, you're that means you're about
0: to be canceled. But they're the still day. giving them two hours. I mean, that's it, a, yeah, that's a big chunk. Yep, it, and.
2: and it, the show that's going in the the show that's going in the hour time block before it is Claim to Fame season two. I mean, like, they're not like breaking some fucking yep. you know new thing and like we're gonna we're gonna debut the new Lost or whatever. It's it's Claim to Fame season two, so I don't really but, get that programming. But.
1: but I would say this too: doesn't the Bachelorette? Doesn't that do much? Uh, the, the ratings for that aren't they much less than than the Bachelor? Just since the beginning of this whole thing, hasn't the bachelorette rated worse?
2: Yeah. Just because it's a summer show and people obviously travel during the summer and they don't, and they watch less TV. Yeah. Bachelor has always been the flagship. Well, has always been every single season draws better ratings than the bachelorette, which, which also draws better ratings than paradise. You know, it's just like, yeah.
0: But Bachelor Bachelorette or Bachelor is a much better show and it's because of it's because of the dynamics of the cast. It's much more interesting to watch a bunch of women work out their dynamic versus a bunch of guys. Guys just aren't as interesting to watch. They're just not they don't have as much going on emotionally. So the the Bachelor is always going to be a, a more interesting watch.
2: Well, I I remember Chris Harrison said this in an interview a long time ago, and I don't really agree with a lot of what what the guy has said over the years, but he was pretty accurate when he said this. He goes, look, when you have The Bachelor and you have a bunch of women and there's cat fights and there's cattiness, these women really, you know, as Chris Rock has said, women hate women. Yeah. And they will carry out a grudge for a while. He goes, it's very hard for these guys that like to bro out on The Bachelorette to really carry a grudge is just like, Oh, you know, whatever, man, you know, we're cool, dude. Like by the end of the night. And it's just, they don't carry the drama while there is drama every season. It's not as extreme and as severe as it will be on a bachelor season where women will just be ostracized in the house for saying something or doing something or constantly stealing the lead for time or whatever. These women literally will hold on to it for the whole season. And the guys just bro it out after an episode or two. And they yeah. said that, that was always a struggle. It's just,
0: yeah, it's it just not as good. The guys are tossing the football around. Like, it's just, it's not as interesting of a show. Speaking of not interesting, this obsession with Sean Lowe, where he is, he is trotted out. I get that. I get that. They do not have enough content to fill these m- multiple hour blocks that they're shooting for. But last night or or on the, on the finale, they, they had Sean Lowe out there for 15 minutes and then Gabby gets cut off. And the, the most compelling piece of content that they had gets gets shut down because they're yucking it up with Sean fucking Lowe again. What is this obsession with this guy? Are they grooming him to be the host? Does he have incriminating pictures? Why are, Why are we subjected to this guy constantly?
2: Okay, I have three points to make here. Number okay. one. One one thing that's really funny is if you watch, if you looked at Sean Lowe's Instagram in the hours like the day before when him and Catherine were flying to L.A., he recorded him and Catherine. Like I think they were eating lunch. Maybe it was the day up. Maybe it was Monday afternoon. But he's literally like, Catherine, fill me in on what happened this season. I haven't <laughs> been watching. <laughs> so it, it made it even better because he got up there and he did sound like, yeah, I haven't really been watching. What did this guy do? Oh, he, he banged this one girl and then told her he, would, yeah. he wasn't going to say and his me, name and did.
0: Meanwhile, oh. they, they set him up like he's Zach's best friend. And I'm like, these guys don't know each other.
2: The, uh, so the, the second reason I think they use Sean Lowe is because, as we know, in the 27 seasons of The Bachelor, Sean Lowe is the only guy to marry, be married to the final girl that he chose. And I think they ah, were looking that's for, funny. I think they were that's looking a for point. a, hey, we're yeah. bringing you back to our lone yeah. successful story yeah. in 27 seasons. And then number three, one point that you made, man, I don't know what it is. I think Jesse Palmer, like maybe he's a great actor. Yeah. I think he genuinely cares about these contestants. Yeah, and I think he actually does a good job as the host of the show where Chris came off as fucking smarmy and yeah. I'm the host for The Bachelor. Like, like Jesse, I don't know. I I really like Jesse this role. I think he does a way better job than
0: Chris. Does. Well, I will I and wow. and I think I I get what you're saying because I watch the show sometimes with my girlfriend and yeah. she's not she's not really in into The Bachelor. She doesn't know The Bachelor really. And she Jesse came out and she's like, "Who's this guy again?" And I'm like, that's the host of the show. And she's like, are you kidding? She's like, I just thought he was like this guy's friend. And I'm like, that is how he kind of plays it. He yeah, kind of plays it as the buddy.
2: They have Harrison played it as I'm the host yes. talking to you. Yep. Where Jesse's like, Hey, I'm interested. I, I, I care about your feelings. Yes. It's just different.
0: Harrison had yes. sort of a, an authoritarian vibe and uh, Jesse Palmer's just kind of there to like, Hey, I'm here to help, you know?
1: He um they hugged multiple times. Yeah, he yeah. And Zach multiple and, times, and there was an exchange where uh Zach's or Jesse's like I missed you, man. Hey, I miss you too. It's like I don't know. I don't need that kind of coziness with my host and subject. But anyways, that's that's a conversation for a different time. I that I thought about you twice when I was watching this this back. Right. Um, oh, nice. And, the, Thank and you. the last the last time I thought about you is because. Remember when you came on a couple times ago and you told us about how Nate Mitchell uh, had this (laughs) – Yeah. had this had this girlfriend who had like had a relationship with him for like eighteen months and never knew that he had a daughter. That was amazing. <laughs> that really, was great. Yeah, real good he he made a fucking cameo he in did? this finale. They, yeah, there he was in the audience and Jesse's like hey a uh, cast member from uh from Rachel's season, Nate Mitchell's here, you know, or Gabby season. And and Nate actually got some FaceTime and he and he gave zach some advice and i'm like isn't this a really bad guy but um i thought that was funny and then that whole greer thing like i I, that frustrated me more than anything and that they spent 15 minutes of um of the women tell all making sure greer knew that she was a racist and don't forget about it and we'll bring out a doctor to to tell you that that you are one and then you told us at the beginning of the season when we asked, is there anything juicy? You said there was another blackface incident. Yep, And yeah. that Greer, she got a whole lot of shit for it because the guy from last season got no shit for it, right? That's right. Eric. Yeah. Eric uh, with an H.
2: Yeah, Greer, I think it was this basically the second that Greer was an official cast member of this show, which was So this show started in January 20, uh, January 23rd. Um, I think they released the cast officially, uh, on ABC.com, like maybe a couple of weeks before once Greer could be recognized, like, Hey, I can now put this on my Instagram. I am a a cast member. This shit came out like, because they released the cast on the Facebook page of the potential people and then they, and then they take it down and I find all of them right away. So this cast was released back in, um, you know when they started filming Zack season which was september of of 2022 so it got out within a within a few days that look at greer's somebody had dug up her her old tweets already but she never addressed it until january and she did on her instagram but i guess that wasn't that's right. the thing like she already addressed it she basically what she said on the show is what she said like i shouldn't have done this this was racist this was yeah. an old me yeah. i've yeah. learned a lot since then but I guess that wasn't good enough for the show because it wasn't done publicly and not right. enough people followed her. So it's like, let's trot her out because we fucked up with Eric and we never even had him talk about it. Who A, a guy who actually dressed in yeah, black, yeah. blackface yeah. versus a woman who just defended it in a tweet. Cra-
0: crazy amount of blackfacing going on, by yeah, the way. Can they? It's, it's unbelievable. Never I encountered know. it in my life. And it's just happening everywhere, apparently. Usually the uh, usually
1: the drama happens on the bachelorette because guys are fucking guys are assholes and they they cheat on people. So, yeah. but you don't hear a lot of drama. Was there any other drama with any of the cast members this week, like women having boyfriends or anything juicy at all, or was it just that Greer shit off camera?
2: It was the Greer thing, and then when they released the cast, when they released it on Facebook back in September. Here are the potential women for Zach's season. There's usually two or three that don't make the final cut. And one of them was that girl who somebody had sent to me, and I was the one that put it out there, that in 2016 she had a Facebook post um, defending Brock Turner, the guy who raped the Stanford (laughs) student, and basically took the take of, hey, you know, maybe women shouldn't drink so much and you won't get raped. It was one of those yeah. it was like one of those fucking horrible takes. Yes, And she ended up not making the show because I put her, I screenshot her Facebook post and put it out there. And voila, she never made it. Oh, to the first she
0: time. hates your gut, Steve.
2: Well, I mean, she shouldn't. Yeah. She, I mean,
0: yeah. Yeah, she did it. I mean,
2: yeah, she it was her. It was her doing. Yeah. But after, but since she never made the show, once they cut her, she immediately went to social media and said, same thing, you know, I, issued an apology, even though nobody knew who she was and she was never going to be on Zach's season, she still issued an apology for what she did, and she said, I never should have written that. That was, was dumb of me or whatever. But it was, a, it was one of the worst paragraphs I've ever read in my life Amazing. about how much victims, like she was literally blaming the woman who got raped behind a dumpster at Stanford yeah. for being, it was her fault that it happened. Yeah. Not the two guys that took advantage of her. It, was, it was unbelievable. Yeah. One of the worst takes ever.
0: This definitely seemed like a very um, chummy cast other than the, sure. the sort of manufactured Brooklyn cat beef. Um, yeah. They just all seemed like very buddy, buddy. Everyone was hugging when people went home. They just seemed and, very and we close.
1: thought We thought Mandrell got the shaft.
0: Oh, she did. Christina Mandrell. I, I,
1: everything, everything they accused Mandrell of. They ended up doing the entire season. Remember, remember when they were like, "Hey, you just stole her moment." That you know, you being yeah. upset that you weren't the one on one date, you just stole her moment. And then every single fucking turn of the season, a woman was crying when another woman got something good. It, it was like it was such a hypocrisy. Why did the, was there anything about the Mandrell thing other than her just kind of being a little cocky? that uh, that made her more hateable among the castmates?
2: I do think she wasn't well-liked by the other women. I, apparently, she drank a lot, and she apparently was mixing it with her medication, huh? and it made it worse. Oh, and, oh, I oh, mean, if you go oh, back oh, and look oh, at the two scenes, <laughs> if you go back and look at the rose ceremony where she was eliminated, and that scene where they did gang up on her and were just like, why can't you be happy for Charity getting the group date rose? Yeah. She was... Fucking schmammered. Yeah, I mean, she, was. Eyes, she couldn't even open her eyes. So I think I think that had a lot to do with it. Apparently, she did. Um, you know, she did fall asleep on the steps one time. Like she just was kind of a hot mess. So yeah, um, but nothing like yeah. nothing like where she was insulting the women to their face. I think she just could not handle her alcohol and ran her mouth. Very uh, while it, while on this show, that would be considered villain behavior we've seen way worse villains than her for that's, sure that's
1: very tame yeah. that's very tame yeah. now um so uh just without giving away anything yeah is there any major drama so far with the bachelorette castmates
2: among the 32 dudes or whatever say that again sorry i was looking at a highlight of this guy in the right field for the angels that just made a great catch sorry well go ahead what was that again
0: you, we'll you missed J.D. Martinez's we'll, we'll, uh, RBI yeah. single.
1: Well, clean, <laughs> yeah. clean, clean that up and edit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, uh,
0: I, mean, I know nobody wants, nobody wants to be called out for actually watching an Angels game. Just, Steve's obviously got money on it. I
1: yeah, no yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, so without spoiling anything like significant about the storylines, yeah. is there anything juicy Camping. about the male castmates of Bachelorette coming up?
2: I've gotten the same, you know... He told me a couple of weeks before he was going on yeah. filming. He's just out for followers that. and cloud. I, I mean, love that. That's all Nothing of major. No, yeah. no, no sort of uh, criminal activity, at least that I've heard just yep. yet. But guys that are there for the wrong reasons and looking for cloud and just want to be on TV. I've, I've definitely heard some of that. Here's the interesting thing about the whole charity thing, either in her being named. This is the first time in 15 years that the Bachelorette started filming their season. Before the Bachelor was even done, yes,
0: there. yeah, so
2: that was another key reason why Ariel and Gabby couldn't be the Bachelorette. Because I mean, they could have if they would have wanted to wait, but they didn't wait. But even when they did, even the fact that they didn't wait, it's always been Bachelor finale Monday. Sometimes it's a two night finale Monday, Tuesday night, and then later on that week, because they, they use that Bachelor after the final rose to say, "Here's our Bachelorette." Let's introduce her to five of her guys early, and then filming begins later on that week. For whatever reason, they decided we're gonna fu- we're gonna film the Bachelorette early, early in the fa- in the sense that because um, it still it still started filming right around the same time they always do. Yeah. It's just that the Bachelor didn't start in the first Monday of January this year, and it doesn't look like it's going to in the future because NFL has wild card on on the second Monday in January going forward. So I don't, I think this is going to be the norm. I think the bachelor is going to start airing in the third Monday in January now. And it's going to end closer to the end of March instead of the second week of March. And as long as they want to keep the bachelorette on their normal schedule, it looks like the bachelorette will be filming. That's why charity wasn't on the after the final rose. They just showed us a clip of, you know, her brother showing up on night one to play a spy for the other guys and put him in a, you know, an afro and a horrible mustache and a and a, oh,
0: and a yeah.
2: Adora or whatever. Um so yeah, so they didn't even introduce Charity other than to say like her her journey is already underway and that's just never happened in 15 years. So, you know, that's different. Maybe that has to do with the new showrunners, maybe that has to do with you know, we're going to do it this way now. I don't know, but yeah. it is interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh well, Outstanding job as always, Reality Steve. We we love your insight. You are a you are an oracle of bachelor wisdom. Jason, do you have any more questions? <laughs>
1: no, I think we're yeah. good, man. We'll catch up to you once. A, you said what? June is
2: when it starts.
0: Oh, Throw yeah. In, no, Ryan's
2: looking June. forward to the bachelor. No, I am not. Forward. I'm
0: not. I'm not covering it every week. I can't. I I can't be bothered.
2: Uh, can I just what? make a suggestion? You really need to go see this catch in right field by Hunter Renfro. Uh, somebody just somebody
0: just texted it to me.
2: Not known for his glove, he basically had a no look catch on a ball
0: that was five feet behind him. Okay, I'm watching it right now. What the? Fuck? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that was that was a very athletic. He complete he played it over the wrong shoulder. Yeah, he needs he to get glasses. Yeah. yeah,
2: great catch. Leave it in there. Don't change this in post. Yes.
0: He was, he was looking over his right shoulder, and the ball was uh, four feet to his left. He had to reach out with his left hand and catch it.
2: And he, I wasn't, mean, he didn't turn his head, though. He just stuck the glove I know
0: him. that's pretty good. That's really good. Uh, all right, <laughs> All right, Steve. We really appreciate it. I'm definitely definitely—I'm going to start working on that Cobra Kai thing. I'll get caught up before season six drops. Uh, Jason, fantastic job, as always, for special guest Reality Steve Carbone, for the great Jason Stewart. My name is Brian Becker. This has been The Bachelor Lifestyle from TheBallLifestyle.com. We will see you next season. You can sleep with your third or fourth girl in a week. We're making a connection and falling in love. We're chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub. We're starting in LA and then we travel the world. we toast some champagne. We got 32 girls. Who gets a hometown and who's the most hated? Who had the best date who's getting eliminated? We always speculate like you wouldn't believe. But I cheated, locked going to reality TV so it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in it it's the ball of lifestyle we living in it it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in it it's the ball of lifestyle lifestyle it's the bachelor lifestyle
1: we living in it it's the ball of lifestyle we living in it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in it it's the ball of lifestyle lifestyle